Hi, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining me here in this episode. Today, I'm going to talk to you about morning routines, but like a start of work routine. So not necessarily like how you start your day, but how you start your work time. And this is such a requested topic. I've talked about my routines a little bit here on the podcast, and I've always received DMs after I talk about this asking for a little bit more and asking for some tangibles for how you can create your own start of day, start of work routine. So we're going to be talking about that here. We're going to be talking about why you need to have a start of the workday routine, what are the benefits, and how exactly to create one for yourself. So if you have the ability to pull out a sheet of paper and actually follow along with everything that we're talking about, you definitely should do that now. So if you're not driving, grab a sheet of paper because this is going to be a really actionable episode. Okay, creatives, let's talk about protecting your business. Did you know that you don't legally own your brand without a trademark? We're talking your business name, logo, slogan, or even a podcast title. Lots of entrepreneurs don't protect their business with a trademark until it's too late. And having to change your business name or product name, deal with a copycat, or even go through a total rebrand can get expensive and be a huge inconvenience. Just because the name was available as a website or a social media profile, or maybe even on your business license, doesn't mean that you have the legal right to use it. If you don't secure your trademarks, you could accidentally be infringing on someone else's. Now, getting trademarked can be a complicated journey, but with indie law, it is simple and even a little bit fun. Not only does indie law specialize in getting you trademarked, but it is all that they do. And they even promise results. That's right, if you work with Indie Law for your trademark and your application is not successful, your next one is completely free. You can book a free brand protection call with the Indie Law team and they will help you clarify the next steps to keep your brand and business protected. Go ahead and check that out and book your call at IndieLaw.com slash Joy Michelle. You can find that link in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the Call to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. So the reason that I absolutely love having a start of workday routine is that sometimes I am on it, I am clear-minded, I know what I should be getting into in my business, and sometimes I am still practically asleep when I walk through my office door, I am waiting for the coffee to kick in, and I don't even remember where I left off in my business, and I lose time, and that is why you want to have a start of the work block routine. So let's talk about some of the benefits of a routine. But before we do that, what exactly is a start of day routine? A startup or start of day, I kind of use those interchangeably, routine is just a series of steps that you're going to take every time you sit down to work in your business for a significant amount of time. So like if you just go to check a message or you're getting into your email really quick or just you know, checking in on something, that's not exactly what I'm doing like a whole routine. 
But when I'm sitting down for a couple of hours of work, especially when I have childcare, that is when I really want to like calibrate my mind to work and get as much as I possibly can from that time. So that is when I'm going to be implementing this startup routine. And most of the time for me, that is the morning. So regardless of when you're working, I think having a startup routine is key. So by leveraging a startup routine and starting your work time with some steps that you take every single time, I think you're going to have more focused work time. You are kind of taking some lag time out of that switch from being a mom, being a wife, being a friend, being something else to switching into your business. You're able to get there more quickly. And I think you're just less likely to leave that end of the day feeling like, what even happened? What did I do with all of this time? And I still have those moments that still totally happens to me where like the day gets away from me, the wheels just fall off, and I'm not exactly sure what happened. But for the most part, I've noticed the more that I can do my startup routine and my shutdown routine, the less likely that is to happen to me at the end of the day where I'm asking what even got done. So instead of jumping into whatever notification happens to hit you first when you get into your inbox or when you open your computer, turn on your monitor, and instead of jumping into email, which I know we always want to do, I want you to flip the dynamic around and enter your day with a lot less reaction and more intention. So I want to share my personal start of day, start of the work time routine with you and kind of just run through what that looks like right now in my current season. So my childcare arrives at eight o'clock in the morning and I'm usually like not fully ready for the day. So I'll get myself ready um, depending on if I'm going to be face to camera or not. I will have varying levels of doing hair and makeup and that kind of thing. And then the first thing I'm going to do is come into the office, close the door. I'm going to pull down the shade. Um, I have like privacy shade on the door behind me and I'm going to turn on the white noise machine. So I love a white noise machine and I need it because my kids are right on the other side of this wall and they're playing and they're having a great time. And for the most part, they are downstairs just feet away from me while I'm working and I really want to be able to enter into that work mode. So I turn on my white noise machine. Then here in the winter, I have been lighting a candle. It's just been a fun way to like signal we're, we're starting work, especially for projects I don't quite want to get into. I'll start a light a candle. That's just optional. And some days I want to turn on some music. I like to play some like lo-fi or just something that's like very instrumental while I get into these next steps. The next thing I'm going to do is get into my morning pages. So journaling every day, brain dump, just get rid of everything. And it's such a powerful practice. I've talked about it here on the podcast a lot, but it has been instrumental in clarity for me and my business. So I'll do some morning pages. Sometimes I don't even do a certain amount of pages. I'll just flip my timer cube. So I have a timer here on my desk and I will pick an amount of time that I can dedicate, even if it's five minutes, flip it to five minutes and just journal for five minutes, especially if I'm in a bit of a time crunch and I have to get into a meeting or something like that. 
And then I will read the Bible. I will usually copy down a verse or two that I just want to sit on and like meditate on over the next few hours. I like to have that on my desk and I will clear my desk. So I want to try to clear the workspace. If I didn't already do this at the end of my last work session, this is a great time for me to clear everything. I am a pen hoarder. So I try to get rid of, you know, whatever pens I got out and I got excited about during my last time of work. I am clearing that from my desk. And then I am at this point going to start touching the computer. I'm going to open my task management tool. So I am inside of Notion and I go to a very specific tab called This Week. And that tab is all of my daily tasks. I have lots of recurring tasks in there. And I will establish three key outcomes that I want to have for the week, usually before this time. But let's say it's Monday morning and I didn't set it. This is exactly when I would sit down in Notion before I've gone into email or Slack or done anything external. I will sit down with myself and determine, okay, three key outcomes for this week, what needs to happen. And then I'll also create some checklists for the day, like quite literally the smallest things like, you know, talk about the podcast on Instagram stories or share the graphic for this week or that kind of thing. And that's really the only way I can remember to share about all of the things going on in my business is these recurring checklists. And then the last thing in my startup is I just look at my calendar and confirm appointments, make sure that those calls are really still happening and that this is when I'll start to sure up the week and that's it. So by now, I know what needs to get done for the day. I'm aware of the bigger projects that are going on and the bigger picture goal. And I think that's so important. And that's really it. That's all that I do as I'm starting up my day. But I find that when I skip this, things just aren't as smooth. When I don't spend some time reading the Bible and journaling and taking even just 10 minutes to kind of clear off my desk, get my head on straight, it's it's like the rest of the day kind of feels that. And it's just not as smooth. So every day in my business is a different kind of theme throughout the week. And it really helps me to start off on a good note because I know that on Tuesdays, I'm going to have a lot of coaching calls. On Wednesdays, I run my group coaching program. And having some themes to my days really helps me to predict and plan. So that is how I run my startup, start of the workday routine. So let's talk about putting together a startup routine for you. What are some essential elements that you should be thinking about and considering in your startup routine? So before we dive into that, let's go back to the goal. I want to kind of come back to this because I think it's really important to, to state. The goal here as you're coming into your work time is to just calibrate your mind to enter into your work time with focus. So we don't need this to be elaborate. We don't need this to be complicated. We want it to be something repeatable and enjoyable for you. So as your season of life changes, your startup routine is going to change too. And I think if you used to have something that you did as you started work and you, it's almost like those morning routines, like we used to have a great morning routine and then you have a couple kids and everything kind of just like disintegrates and you don't know what happened. That's a great signal that it's just not serving you anymore and that you need something different now. And that is okay. Like if you are thinking, gosh, this, this is something I need, give yourself permission to kind of just scrap the whole thing and start over. Okay, so let's talk about the five elements that I think you need to be thinking about and address in your startup routine. So the five elements are 
your space, your mind, your big picture projects, your tasks, and your plan and intention. So the first is your space. That's your actual workspace. So I think of this as you getting into and starting to create your work area around you and making sure it's clear and it's set up for you to succeed, even if that's you know just a little corner of a desk or a place that you return to, like a coffee shop. Getting into that space is part of it. The next one is your mind. So doing whatever you need to do to make that shift into work mode where you are being the creative boss that you are and you know maybe turning down the dials on all the other hats that you wear in life. The next one is your big projects. So making sure that you know as you're going into this work time what needs to get done that's actually moving the needle. And when I say big projects, I think the things that touch the like quarterly goals or the yearly goals or the revenue goal for your business, really zooming back and reminding yourself, even just for like a minute, what is the big picture? Where do we want to be at the end of this next quarter? Where do we want to be in one year? And making sure that you zoom back a little bit because sometimes we're so in the weeds that we forget what we were thinking about at the beginning of the year when we set those ambitious goals. So taking a second to calibrate onto those bigger projects, huge. Then that leads us into your tasks. The tasks are like the smaller stuff that are less important, but still totally have to get done. So I think a way for you to manage those things and prioritize those things is a good thing to have in that startup routine. And then finally, setting your plan and your intention. So knowing, I love to ask the question, like, if I only got one thing done today and I wanted the day to still feel like a success, I still wanted to feel like we, we did something, what is that one thing? And that really helps me when there's honestly way too many things to get done. There's always too many things in entrepreneurship to get done. The list just keeps unfolding. It's like a false bottom. It just keeps going. So your ability to know what is a priority and what is not is huge as an entrepreneur. Huge when you're working part-time and you're a mom and you're juggling all the things. And so that that ability is massive. And so that's what I mean in that final point of setting that intention, of asking if I only got one thing done or we saw progress on one project, one significant move of like a chess piece, what piece does it need to be? That's oftentimes going to tell you what's actually most important when everything feels important. So I'm going to repeat the list to you one more time. So the first is your space. Second is your mind. Third is your big projects. Four is your tasks. And five is setting a plan and an intention for that specific work block. And I think it's important to note here that this can be as short or as long as you want to make it. It really can just be, I sit down, I clear my desk, I open up my paper planner, I put out a glass of water, we turn on the music and we start. You know what I mean? Like it can be that simple. So as you're thinking about this and I have, you know, you hear and you're kind of thinking, oh, I, I like this part of it or I'd love to incorporate this. I want to give you some tips for crafting your own routine. Okay, so my first tip is if you're thinking that you need to get better at drinking like more water or taking vitamins, 
make this a part of your startup routine. Like have those things in your desk or make it a habit of like every time you sit down at your desk, you need to have water next to your coffee. I'm a huge beverage girl. I want all the beverages. Most days I have a coffee, some sort of like like LaCroix, and then I have something that is like an electrolyte drink or something like that. And before I know it, they're all gone. Like love it. The second tip that I have for you is to make it unique to you and into your season and and really to your business. It really depends. Like if you're sitting down and you're going to be spending a lot of time editing, for example, you might want to have a certain routine that sets you up for, you know, the optimal comfort or posture or whatever is going to help you get through a long stint at the computer. So really thinking about what you're going to be doing during that time sometimes can influence how you're going to start your work block. My other tip is to try whatever routine you come up with, try it out for like two weeks and try to do this during a typical two weeks instead of like a crazy, um, like a launch time or just a, a very busy, busy, busy time of life. Try it out during a typical time frame and give yourself permission to just make adjustments. Like if something just just feels like you're fighting it and it just doesn't feel great, change it. You know, it's your business and you get to decide exactly how this is going to look. And then I think the last point, and this is probably the the biggest one, is like make it enjoyable for you or you won't do it. If this feels like a chore, it doesn't feel like a quiet calibration of getting yourself where you want to go or maybe an exciting, you put on music that's like really going to hype you up and really going to get you in like that mode where you're like excited about business and you're excited about your ideas. If it doesn't reflect something that makes you excited, it's probably not going to happen, right? Like we're only going to do this for so long. And I think willpower can only take us so far. You got to make it exciting um, and, and enjoyable for yourself. So I am so curious what your start of the workday routines are, what they look like, and or maybe what you're going to make them look like now that this episode has come out. So Feel free to share your routine with me. I love hearing from you all. If you want to take a screenshot of today's episode or just send me a DM on Instagram and tell me about your morning routine, I would love to hear from you. And of course, now that we're talking about starting your work time with intention, now we have to talk about the wrap up and the end of the workday and how you can end your day in a really productive way to set yourself up for success. So Next week, we're going to be talking about the end of day routine. So subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you don't miss out on it. And I'm wishing you all a great week. Remember, you are called to the work that you do. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.